Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the S3 Magazine podcast. As always, I'm Mike Sanders. The dude with the dreads is Jonathan Woolley. Uh, we got a bunch to talk about. Big, big news coming out of Korea today. It was uh, Hyundai's end day, which is uh, pretty awesome. Normally, it's a little bit uh, swept under the rug, but this year, they're going to talk about performance with electrification. And they actually had a lot of pretty awesome stuff that was unveiled. Um especially the uh, the DeLorean-looking N74. Anyway, Willie, take it away. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, yeah, I don't know. This this just dropped like a couple hours ago, so um, it's still all very new. I don't know if we're equipped to talk about necessarily all the technical aspects of this stuff, but like just in the first, you know, hour after this has dropped, like emotionally, dude, like, I am genuinely excited. Like I just ran, you know, downstairs real quick. And I was like, I, I was like bopping down the stairs. Like it feels good, man. Like somebody was, I was talking to somebody, I'm trying to preface this. I was talking to somebody online that was like, just don't be so negative all the time about, you know, your news as pertaining to the automotive industry and the EV. And I was like, well, hold up a damn second. It's bad. It's not negative for, for me or you to call bad news bad. You know, and somebody else was like, yeah, I mean, that's a great article, but it's biased. Well, hell yes, it's biased. It's biased from the point of view of a car enthusiast who wants to actually drive a car and not have the car drive them. So we're biased and bad stuff is happening in the industry and has been for a long time. And it's not just one thing, it's just hit after hit after hit. And if we're being honest, it's been like close to 15 years now of just more bad than good. And then it just keeps kind of getting worse and worse and worse. Now Europe's trying to put damn little tattletale boxes in cars that tell you if you're speeding, they're so out of, just they're out of touch, man. And American manufacturers are no better Obviously, if you've listened to anything we've been saying, like they're so out of touch. Um, and then this happened, Hyundai Ende, and like it, it felt good. It felt like automotive news from when I was a child in the 80s and 90s, and the future was actually something you looked forward to. You know, and you were like, oh my god, this is gonna be cool. This is awesome. Like, dude, these guys, Hyundai. South Korea, like, they freaking get it, dude. They were making references in this video. Um, go check out their video on YouTube. I think it's like Hyundai and Worldwide or something like that. Um, they're talking, they're saying all the right things. Like, they're talking to enthusiasts. They're saying, we hear you. And they have poll quotes out about, like, like, should we just buy our last fun car now because this is ending? Should we, like, real concerns from enthusiasts that they are listening to and and like there's so much energy man they're talking about like what were they saying i wrote it down they're talking about imagination and courage who else is talking about that those are pretty common words but who else in the automotive industry is talking about imagination and courage they're not they're building freaking boxes dude and and like oh, it's range what's yeah it's it's about range and it's about screen size and fuck that, this is fucking awesome. Like, what's that thing called? They basically made, all right, so 
there's basically another concept that they introduced that is based off of a pony car concept that they made a long time ago and it never came to fruition. And they even explained it. They were like, you know, we wanted this so bad. It just wasn't in the cards back in the 70s. I didn't even know Honda was around in the 70s. And then, you know, that they were like, but the car inspired us. And, and we've gone back to it and been re-inspired. And like th this car, it's called the Envision 74. Ah, I get it now, 74. Like that was the year that they made this concept. But like the video has this synth energy, this 80s energy to it, this, you know, this, I don't know, just no limits type of, of um, I don't know, style, imagination, whatever you want to call it. Like the engineers at Hyundai, their head, if you're an enthusiast and you like to drive, their head is in the right place. And it seems like they've got some leech. Like, all of their heads are collectively in the right place. It's not like Ford where you might have one guy that's trying to do something and the rest of the suits are telling them no. You know, like they're, they're moving forward as an army. Um, I, think, I think they're gonna flip this thing on their head. Just to explain it, they have another concept, the RN22E, which is essentially an Ionic 6 that they're using for development and testing. And they just dubbed it the RN22E um, it's basically an Ionic 6 race car is what it looks like. And so they were using that in the video to talk about essentially all that tech is going to go into the Ionic 5N, which is hitting in 2023. Um, if you guys know the Ionic 5, it's dope. It kind of looks like a, it's got like GTI proportions, but a little bit bigger. It's uh, really well designed and, uh, and it's EV, obviously. So they're going to bring... Hyundai is going to apparently be the first to bring an electric hot hatch. And, and we, I, we've been saying if somebody would bring an electric hot hatch, this could change the game. You know, me and you, we were never anti-electric. We're anti the government telling us what we can and can't drive. So there's a big difference. Like, we weren't hostile towards electric. Like, the legislation and, and all of the car manufacturers completely, like, just being leashed and following along with that, that has pissed us off, and that has unfortunately kind of made us anti-EV, when it's really not anti-EV, it's anti-VEVs that we're seeing come out, um, and it's anti-rush to market, and it's anti-short-sighted thinking. This is what we're anti. But what we're seeing from Hyundai right now is, is real exciting EV stuff. Yeah, this is I'm something that I will absolutely get behind, if I can afford it. You know, we don't know how much these things are going to be. I assume the Ionic 5N is going to be pretty affordable. Um, that that freaking, what is it, the Envision 74, they must make it, and I must have it. I just hope mm -hmm. it's not six figures plus. That car looks sick, man. It looks like a freaking BMW M1 and an Audi R8 and a DeLorean all had a gnarly orgy. And, that's and like, a, and like <laughs> an 86, dude. It is like, oh, my God. I have not seen, you guys, cars are so damn ugly now that you don't even know they're ugly anymore. You can't, you can't see how bad the future has gotten because we haven't left into the future. We've kind of just stepped into it very slowly. Stop for a second. Think about the cars that are out right now. Now think about the cars that were out in the 90s, for example. That's how bad it's gotten. It freaking sucks. 99% of the cars are ugly. 
and then this comes out and it's it's like it, it has a soul it has a style you look at the car and you know that the people that made it are excited about it you know what i mean they made that from the heart 100 percent. they are trying you can hear my excitement in my voice i know i'm sitting here getting like all amped up but like dude they, these guys have I mean, something to prove and i always say i've always said in the magazine if you want to, you know, if you want to support a cool car company, look for the guys that have something to prove. Like, Hyundai right now is absolutely out to shake shit up. They are what Honda was in the mid-80s right now. Like, they're coming for it. And, and they're going to take it because, I mean, dude, uh, Toyota is doing some cool stuff. Yeah, Honda is doing a cool thing. <laughs> you know, the Type R. But, like, the, I, I think that Honda is going to run away with it, dude. They are, they are hitting on an aspect of EVs that nobody else has done because they frankly don't have the balls to do. Yeah. I love the fact that they were genuinely excited about the performance aspect of it. That entire video, like Willie said, if you guys go watch it, please check it out. If you go watch it, the whole video is them on racetracks talking, running these cars, these, these rolling labs, these project cars on the racetrack, and it's all about performance not just straight line performance, which every other EV out there is is doing. So that's the thing. I'm not anti-EV at all. I actually think there's a lot of good that's going to come from EV. I'm not anti-EV. I'm anti-boring car. And the EVs that we've been fed over the past couple of years, I mean, let's call them what they are. They're basically Camrys and Corollas with electric motors. And I just don't care. They look like crap. They don't make cool noises. They, 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 there's just nothing cool about them. There's no reason for me as a performance-oriented car guy to go and want them. Hyundai is turning that on its head, and mm -hmm. they're saying, let's make these things fun, not just fast in a straight line. Let's make them corner. Let's make them break. Let's, let's, let's make them, like, really good on a racetrack. They were talking about how to make them last longer on the track, uh, you know, different ways to cool down the batteries, which if you guys have been following forward the past couple of weeks, you're seeing they're having a lot of problems. Uh, their batteries are literally getting so hot, they're welding themselves shut. That's a lot of fun. Uh, but Hyundai is getting out ahead of all this stuff. They're Because they have performance in mind and not just throw battery in car, they're like, make a good car, make a good track car, and make it EV. Um, but this Envision 74, that thing is, is gnarly in a different way because it's not just battery powered, it's hydrogen powered too. And I actually did not know much about what that was. So we kind of had to look it up. Dude, that's a crazy idea. And it's it's a really good idea in terms of getting more power, reliability, and range. Because basically this thing has its own battery that, that powers the motors, but then it's also got this freaking hydrogen tank that creates its own electricity to also power the motors whenever you need more power because you're really getting on it on the racetrack or you need more uh, more range. So it's, and, and it has, uh, well, it's called regenerative, regenerative braking. I can't speak tonight. Um, so, I mean, it has a lot of, that's a lot of really good engineering in one car there. So and, it's and pretty cool stuff. Twin rear wheel drive motors. So a motor on each yeah. rear wheel. So like yeah. their mentality is we want a car that's going to play. You know, like they, they're not trying to just make something necessarily on rails or whatever. They're trying mm. to bring the soul of a sports car back. Um, this thing's going to absolutely be 
freaking drift missile is what it's going to be. Yeah. They're so in line with the future that I want, dude. Like, that's why I'm so excited about this. Like, like, you know, the other brands, literally every other brand, they don't freaking want the same future that I do. There is a GM commercial that's on right now, a television type of commercial. And basically, I'll set the stage. There's a dude driving a car that obviously doesn't give a shit about cars. His little girl's in the back of the car. His little girl goes, Daddy, what's the future? And he thinks for a second. And he goes, well, here, let me show you. And he's driving, you know, his hands are on the steering wheel. And he's like, see, now we're in the present. And then he hits some dumb little button, you know, and it does some autonomous thing. And he goes, now we're in the future. Fuck you. That's not the future that I want. Like, I, we can all have the future that we want, right? Like, fine, if you don't want to drive a car, be a pissant and don't drive a car. But, like, everybody is going that way. Everybody thinks that the future, they're so tunnel vision that it has to be, like, we remove the driver from the car, and I'm not with that. I don't want that. And then when you have the governments of the world saying, oh, yeah, we're going to make that happen, like, it just creates animosity and that's where we're at dude like it's it's a frustrating thing so Hyundai's future is totally in line with my future I remember on a podcast a week or two ago we were talking about if you're a car enthusiast like what flag can you really fly dude like every car manufacturer has sold out and gotten freaking lame you know what I mean like even Porsche dude new Porsches aren't Porsches you know what I mean like they, they it's not the same shit. They have sold out. I don't care if they're saying they have to do it to stay in business. Fine, but you sold out. You know what I mean? But then Hyundai here is, dude, like I would wave that flag. I want to buy the car, not just to have the car, but to support the movement. I, I agree with them. I want, I, you know, like we're sharing the same heart and brain here, dude. I'm so stoked for this. I think that it, it, they just they definitely just created a leg up on the competition because they actually care about the heart and soul of an EV, which no one else really seems to. Again, everybody else, I always go back to Ford with this because the Mustang Mach-E is kind of just such a mockery. But like, I <laughs> you mean that, mockery? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that car just like it doesn't seem to have. It, it, see, it reminds me of seeing somebody in high school doing the bare minimum. The government said we have to do electric motors, guys. Let's do electric motors. Okay, so uh, grab that thing over there that looks just like a Ford Edge. We'll throw some Mustang taillights on the back of it. We'll throw an EV, an electric motor in there. And then, ooh, for Googling purposes, just so people actually find it, we'll literally call it a Mustang Mach-E. Yeah just because it's a highly two highly googleable terms and then it'll work. It just seems like they really did the bare minimum on this where Hyundai is like all the engineers get your ass in the boardroom right now. We're going to go win this battle early. And that's what they're doing, man. I I love good engineering, you know. I really really look up to impressive, awesome engineering. And these guys are not only making just good-looking vehicles, but like exciting and they actually care about the important stuff when it comes to performance. You know, for so many years now, everybody's telling me, Oh, UVs are so fast. Yeah, man, in a straight line, but they can't freaking break. They're too damn heavy and they can't turn. I don't care if it's fast in a straight line. I got over drag racing when I was in high school. You yeah. know, I got that. Out. I'm way past that. I'm all about road racing. Hyundai That's gets it. Hyundai gets it. And because of that, they're going to get my money. 
Yeah, that's what I tell these guys that talk about the, the specs on EVs. I'm like, we're not having the same conversation. You don't understand cars in the way that I do. Because if you did, we would not be having this conversation. You know what I mean? So, it, look, here's here's what's going on. And it might not sound pretty and or whatever. But, you know, the current administration, the government, and it's not just the U.S., but it is the U.S., is is putting these mandates on the American car companies. The American car companies are basically saying, well, fine, we'll play ball, but then you basically got to help us play ball and legislate it so that people have to buy this shit. They're not saying we're going to make something that people want to buy. They're going to say, all right, well, let's work with the politicians and the politicians work with us so that we can pass the laws so that ultimately you have to buy the shit that we're making so that we're essentially getting bailed out because we're not making what people want. You know what I mean? So like we have to make sure that people are going to buy this shit. Whereas Hyundai is like, fuck the laws, fuck the mandates. We're going to do this and we're going to do it better than anybody. You know, we're going to freaking shove this thing into the next, whatever, the future, the next generation, the next, you know, century or whatever. Um, that's the, hold on a second. Um, that's the attitude that I freaking love, dude. Did I yeah. lose you? Yeah, I, I can still hear you, but I can't see you. There you are. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I just got a call coming and it screwed up my whole world. <laughs> but, but yeah, dude, that, that's, in summary, there's a big difference between car companies that are doing it because they have to, and are just trying to kind of make deals to make sure that they're, you know, that they keep selling cars. And then a company like that, and they said it, they kept talking about courage and imagination and that's it. Like they're saying, they're, they're just whoop going around all these guys. They're toying with hydrogen and stuff like that, dude. They're designing cars that are more inspiring. That little Envision thing, like I can see it on a kid's wall as a poster. Like this is like straight back in time in all the best ways. It, and I think they talked about that. They're like, we're going back to see what it was that was so magical about the automobile that we have obviously lost. You know, there was a magnetic yeah. thing between humans and cars that is lost. But at the same time, we're looking forward to like what it could be with mm. all of this technology that we have now. We've got all this great stuff and we're using it in the most boring, disengaging ways possible. And Hyundai's not doing that. They're not in that, in that ballpark. This car looks so freaking gnarly that like it's the kind of car where I could see some Hollywood executive seeing it and going, we need to remake Back to the Future just because <laughs> of this car. So we can oh, use damn it. it. They're going to try it, aren't they? They are. They're absolutely. <laughs> um, who knows? Maybe it'll be cool. But but anyway, back back to what you were talking about just a minute ago with um with the whole, you know, EVs being mandated. What really sucks about it is. I feel like we were, we're right there, man. We we were kind of up until about a really right before COVID hit in the golden age of automobiles. Again, American muscle was back and in full swing. Tesla was doing its thing and finally coming out with some really nice, fast, fun vehicles. Um, hot hatches were doing really, really well and finally being made and a lot of fun. Um, also, the off-road market it was blowing up with the Wranglers and the freaking um, Broncos and everything else. Like, we were literally getting every type of car that we could possibly want. A lot of really cool, really good stuff was being made. 
And then COVID hit and kind of put, you know, a, a, a damper on it. And then the mandates rolled out by Europe and the U.S. basically saying you have to make nothing but EVs in you know, 2035, and now we've just taken this golden age of automotive manufacturing that we were on, threw it out the freaking window, and now we're just on a totally different path, and it's one that no one's prepared for. Everybody's stumbling out of the freaking gate, except for Honda. They seem to be killing it. Although, to be honest, this is honestly, let's call it what it is. It's a really fancy, really impressive press release, but at least their head's going in the right direction, man. At least, at least yeah. they're trying the right way. Yeah, you know. I was going to say that, you know, like they're saying the Ionic 5N will be out next year, you know, as a 2023 mm -hmm. model. That's cool. But we've gotten so used to car companies making promises and then just nothing ever happens. Like Cybertruck, like Bronco, like Lightning, like Mach-E, like every freaking car, Rivian. I could go on and on. But um, so we're a little bit whatever, like, you know, they've cried wolf a lot or, or whatever, and we're not really paying that much attention anymore. And this is a really well done, exciting pep rally. Um, but it does show us where their head is at. Ford, they would have never made that pep rally. You know what I mean? Like, they would have been totally off base and they would have been talking to control groups of, you know, moms with groceries talking about how they just don't like to drive anymore anyway. And they can't open their own tailgate, you know, and all this kind of stuff. Like they're, they're just not, not in this ballpark, dude. Like, mm -hmm. um, yeah, remember I, I, that guys, remember that in five years when Ford's talking about how exciting they are and how their sports car EV is so cool. No, they're not, you know, like they're, they're the me too brand, dude. They're going to do it after it's already been deemed successful and it's safe to go in that space. But Hyundai right now is pioneering that and, and, you know, testing it, you know, they're gambling on it. And that is the company that you want to support, man. I agree. We're saying that both as Ford owners. <laughs> I know I, I, I own a Mustang, whatever. Yeah. It's fun. I love it. I'll probably keep it for a really long time, but I feel like as far as marketing strategies go, you're hitting the nail on the head. All of the American automotive manufacturers right now are targeting the incapable, the people who don't care about cars, they don't care about driving, even though they're totally capable adults, mm -hmm. instead of doing this, they want to do this or this, you know, mm -hmm. whereas Hyundai is targeting the capable, you know, I, I'm only freaking 36 years old, man. I don't need to be chauffeured around in my own vehicle. I want to drive it. I want to have an experience while I'm driving because I spend way too many hours in a car in a given week to have it just be night night time i mean that's freaking ridiculous it's a waste of a life i want to have fun when i'm behind the wheel of a car yeah i enjoy every that time. time i enjoy every that time. time i enjoy the time behind the wheel of a car you know the american and the japanese brands keep talking about and the european brands about you know disconnecting when you're or i'm sorry being connected when you're in your car connected to bluetooth connected to all these things i want to disconnect i do not want my phone beeping at me through my screen. I, you know what I mean? Like that is not speaking to me at all. And at, side note, cause I forgot to mention it. Did you notice in that video on the, Ionic, whatever they're called, the RN22E, which is like their little test mule Ionic 6, DCT, twin clutch electric. 
from what I could tell on that video, which, you know, don't like whatever, come back and sue me about it. But like, it looks like they're toying with putting DCTs in this um, Ionic 5N. Maybe that's something they do. I don't know. I'm so out of the loop on EVs because I kind of just stopped caring. But like, it seems like it seems like they're they're definitely trying to engage the driver. You know what I mean? Like physically get some of this back, some of the activity. I know it's not going to be a manual, but like I'll take what I can get at this point, dude. I think it'd be fun to have an EV with gears because at least then you can like break it loose. You can start doing some stuff and playing around. You can have a good time with that. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds exciting for sure. It's funny just to see people's different mentality when it comes to this stuff. I had a really, really good friend of mine yesterday. Um, I was at work and talking to him and he was like, man, you know what you should do? You should get a Tesla. And I was like, why? He goes, I have a good, good buddy of mine and he drives like an hour to work every day. And he went and got a Tesla and, you know, the car basically drives itself. So he, on the way to work and from work every day, gets a chance to kind of veg out a little bit and get some more work done, get some more emailing done. And I was like, I already work enough, man. I don't want to work anymore. Like, I want my driving time to be kind of me time, reflection, listening to music, passing people, having fun. I don't want to be doing what I'm going to be doing when I get to work. That sounds worse than it already is. You know, it circles back to like, you just want to look at them and go, we are not having the same conversation. You do not get it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, and and the thing is, the only way somebody's going to get it is through experience and perspective. Like, Mm -hmm. and we've had this conversation. There is an entire generation or more people now that have no idea what a truly fun, hands-on car is. They do Mm -hmm. not know. So I can't blame these guys for thinking that a Tesla is cool because you don't have to drive it. But I think that's lame as shit. And to be Mm -hmm. clear, I don't think Tesla is lame as shit. You know, like Tesla is an innovative brand. They're doing their thing. I applaud that. I don't like all everybody else trying to be Tesla. That seems really stupid to me, especially when they're already very successful being who they are. Ford is very good at being Ford. They have been for over a century. So, yeah, let's be like Tesla, a company that makes 4% of cars. That seems like a great idea. And in the process, let's just run the cost of all these things up so high that now Tesla is probably going to have problems. Um, That's the way to put it. Ford has been great at being Ford for generations now. They've been really shitty at being Tesla for the last six months. (laughs) Just be Ford. (laughs) Just be Ford. Stupid. But, um. (laughs) All right. So anyway, yeah, enough of that. You guys go watch the video. I'm sure there'll be a bunch of news coming out about it. Like I said, it just happened. So we're just going mm-hmm. off of our initial reactions. Um, yeah. I don't know. We were thinking about how far are we? How long we've we been talking? Do you know? 30-ish minutes. Should we spend five minutes just bitching at BMW for trying to charge for turning on your electric? I think that probably needs to be its own whole podcast. But if you guys haven't seen what's going on here, BMW specifically uh, is, yeah, they're 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 toying with the idea. They're already doing it in certain countries, not in the U.S. yet, but they will. Don't worry. Um, with, with the idea of making it to where you have to pay basically a monthly subscription for certain ve- uh, features on the vehicle, 
Uh, I think it's heated seats. And um, <laughs> did you feel? It's, I, I say it with a straight face. So heated seats, and and what is it? Uh, uh, the the remote start, right? That basically you pay for those features when you buy the vehicle. You pay for them, and it costs BMW nothing for you to operate them once you have the car in your possession and you do whatever you want with it. But they want to make sure that they get just a little bit more money out of your pocket every single month because that's the new business plan that everybody wants. Everybody wants to have monthly payments because they see how well these subscription services and, and streaming and everything else that does everything by the monthly. You don't have bad months when you're collecting you know, by the month. Just look at gyms. They do great. Um, and, and especially it works. This is going to work so well for BMW because what BMW owner is going to want to be flossing around in downtown Atlanta, pick up a girl or a guy, you're going to go somewhere. It's a little bit cold outside. Hey, baby, can you turn on the heated seats? Uh, no, I, I didn't pay the, the bill last month, so I can't. That's the, that, they, that will never happen, so they're always going to pay it every single time. It's free money. This, this is BMW's way of printing money and seeing how much of it they can get away with. No, it's bullshit. It's BMW's way of holding the features that you're buying hostage unless you pay more money it's unethical and it just brought down my whole mood you see that <laughs> now we're back to the other news in the automotive industry back to bad back to shitty it's not us being negative it is them just sucking so i'm not mm -hmm. gonna let that bring me down like hyundai is doing cool stuff you don't like to spend money on your heated seats and your bm don't buy a bmw problem solved like you just got to make them feel that like Fuck that. You know what I mean? Don't even go to a BMW dealership. If you see somebody in a new BMW next to you at a light, like tell them to roll down their window and laugh at them. Just absolutely. You know, we, we've gone too far. I, I always thought bullying was bad, but I think it's time that maybe we relook at this thing and, and maybe, maybe a little bit of bullying needs to happen sometimes. Um, knock the world back on its axis anyway um yeah screw bmw man buy an old one they're better anyway um okay yeah. hey <laughs> i know i wrote something about like just buy an old one and change your head gaskets like a real man <laughs> but whatever. i mean they just overheat for no damn reason <laughs> it's just ridiculous. at least they look good um yeah. all right well Let's get out of here. You don't want to talk about your wifey's new purchase? We'll do it later. Okay, fair enough. My wifey bought that's, a first-generation Bronco. She's never, that, that's not her style. It is her style. She's always wanted a first-generation Bronco, but she's never, like, gotten a project car. And, and she felt froggy and went and got this thing, and it is rusty. And now I am, I am thrown into this project. And it's actually pretty comical. Not for me. Sucks for me. But I can see where it's comical for, like, my Facebook friends and stuff. So we were going to talk about that. But we can talk about it next time. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> sure isn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, guys, for listening. Go check out the Hyundai stuff. And, um, you know, just remember that whenever you make a purchase, especially a car, you're casting your vote for how you want the world to be. So you can either buy a big, ugly box full of little 
devices that charge your phone and beep at you when the seatbelt's not on and connect to Bluetooth and everything else, or else you can support a car company with some passion and uh, some excitement. Yep. Okay. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. We always appreciate it. We'll catch you next time.